Hi, this is Stuart Weems and welcome to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy to understand strategies, insights and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. And in this episode, I'd like to talk about or at least counsel you against over-investing. Uh, I think a Goldilocks investment strategy means that you're making the most of your financial opportunities without overdoing it and taking unnecessary risks. That is, your level of investing is just right, perfectly balanced. That is a Goldilocks investment strategy. Under-investing means that you risk not having enough assets to be able to enjoy a comfortable retirement, so you're not doing enough. Over-investing means that you're taking unacceptably high risks, which actually may compromise your entire strategy, which also could mean that you won't have sufficient assets to enjoy a comfortable retirement. So as you can see, the goal is to have a perfect balance. Invest enough to ensure you'll meet your lifestyle goals, but not too much uh, to ever put your investment strategy at risk. Now, let me tell you a story about a client I was working with uh, many years ago, uh, where I think it uh, beautifully explains the risk of over-investing. So I was working with this mortgage-broking client several years uh, prior to 2008, so some time ago now. Uh, They were just a mortgage-broking client, so we weren't offering financial advice to them. Uh, The client purchased six investment-grade properties over a relatively short period of time. They were all really good quality assets. Uh, They used a particular buyer's agent to buy those assets. And really after the sixth acquisition, I advised the client to not buy any more properties because at that stage I thought any more debt would be just too risky. Now the client ignored that advice uh, and then went and purchased two more investment properties and I only found out uh, after the fact. In fact, it happened on one particular weekend. They rang on the Monday and said, oh, we bought another two. I thought, oh, okay. Anyway, unfortunately, the global financial crisis hit Australian shores in 0809. And the RBA cash rate climbed to 7.25. So interest rates really went through the roof, put pressure on the client's cash flow. Uh, Worse still, though, uh, credit rules and policies were really tightened uh, in terms of borrowing capacity, which really locked the client out of their ability to refinance and restructure loans. They were kind of trapped with their existing uh, lending arrangements. And uh, because the client wanted to or decided at that time they wanted to retire, Within the next couple of years, uh, all they could really do is sell all but two of their investment properties. And they really hadn't held these properties for long enough to really, um, it wasn't um, reasonable for them to have enjoyed any um, rewarding growth yet. So, you know, it destroyed a lot of wealth. And I think this client story is a perfect cautionary tale. You know, debt is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. And borrowing to invest can be a really powerful strategy, but you must be used carefully. You must never borrow more than you can afford. And you've got to consider, you know, some risks that might occur. You know, what happens if you're forced to repay principal interest? You know, you can't renew an interest-only term. Uh, What happens if your borrowing capacity um, contracts and you can't refinance away from your current lender? You know, would you be happy living with those arrangements for the next 10 years? You've got to consider these risks not suggesting we invent risks or, or, you know, investing is always already kind of scary enough for some people. So I'm not suggesting we go out of our way to make it any more scary than it needs to be. But being blind to these risks uh, equally exposes yourself uh, to potential problems down the track. 
Now, having said that, underinvesting uh, comes with a massive opportunity cost, and it's just as bad, I think, as as overinvesting. Underinvesting means that you not you don't have enough assets, and you won't have enough assets to fund a comfortable retirement. Uh, and I wrote a, a blog and podcast at the beginning of this year, setting out the three common reasons that I think people tend to underinvest. Uh, and if you think you uh, might be doing that, I suggest you uh, check that one out. Of course, as you would expect, the link is in the show notes and the blog on the website. Sometimes I meet clients and they're in a, they've worked hard and they've been, they've put themselves in a really great position. They've got enough assets, you know, they've got enough assets to fund a, a comfortable retirement. Uh, but they want to invest more. And I always ask them, why? Why do you need to invest more? How's it really going to change your life? Um, because investment always carries some risk. So you want the reward to compensate you for the risk. And of course, having more money, you could argue mathematically is a compensation, but it actually doesn't change your life or outcomes, then why would you do that? Well, I don't know if there's any right or wrong answer per se. You know, some people will say, well, you should always make sure your money works as hard as possible for you. I mean, that's true to an extent. Other people would say, well, the more I've got to leave behind, you know, to create kind of intergenerational wealth, uh, the better off I'll be. Uh, that, that, that could be a, a good reason in you know, in of itself, of course. Uh, but I guess it's, it's really about stepping back and saying, well, why? If we're going to make another investment, uh, particularly if it, if it includes borrowings, because, you know, that's a very lumpy investment, you've really got to ask yourself, do you need to invest more to secure your own goals? Uh, and if not, then what other reasons uh, you might want to do that? Uh, and do they justify really taking that risk? Now, typically, the most common way to overinvest is by borrowing too much. You know, it's like the, the client story that I shared uh, at the beginning of this episode. Uh, now, there's several factors that you need to take into account when deciding what is the right level of borrowings for your circumstances and goals. And I don't know if there's sort of one rule uh, that, that you can guide every sort of decision making. But, you know, the obvious considerations are assuring, ensuring that you can afford the repayments um, even taking into account any expected changes to your income or situation, also factoring in higher interest rates, of course. Uh, and to do this, you've got to really review your annual cash flow, so income, less expenses, uh, less loan repayments, less tax or any other commitments like school fees, particularly you know, particularly if school fees are in your future, uh, if they're not in the present at the moment. Uh, so it's really about sort of cash flow, if you like. Um, but also it's, an, uh, it's important to formulate a debt repayment strategy. So usually, and the reason for that is usually uh, it's important to reduce debt before you get into retirement uh, because you can really no longer rely on personal exertion income, so your salary. Uh, instead, your sole income source is going to be from investments uh, and therefore your cash flow can be more sensitive to changes in interest rates if that's the case. So it's important to reduce your risk and therefore interest rate sensitivity by reducing debt before you get to retirement. Uh, And in fact, I recorded a video a few years back that sort of takes you through a life cycle of a typical investor, uh, which I think is an interesting thing to look at. So uh, again, the, the link is in the show notes. I guess if we look at what the regulator, the banking regulator thinks uh, that is APRA. It thinks that borrowing uh, six times your gross income is higher risk. Uh, and whilst those rules of thumb aren't really always applicable, um, I think it's a relatively good guide to consider. And I would say probably borrowing anywhere from six to eight times 
uh, your income uh, would be, in most circumstances, high risk. Uh, and borrowing more than eight uh, times your income, uh, I would argue, uh, for most people, completely unnecessary. Now, the more investment borrowings you have, of course, the, the more important it is for you to have a well-considered debt management and repayment strategy. So what do you do if you have over-invested? Well, it can be quite costly, timely, and sometimes painful to unwind a situation where an investor has uh, too much borrowings, too many borrowings, uh, and because they've over-invested. Um, typically, it requires the sell-down of assets and, and maybe the reinvestment of proceeds in ungeared assets like shares and so forth. But as I said, it can be quite costly and... Um, uh, there can be a lot of considerations involved. So if that's your situation, you really need to get independent financial and taxation advice to to make sure you build a strategy that's going to sort of balance out some of those risks. Now, of course, there's always an endless supply of fantastic investment opportunities. You know, there's always something, a, a reason to invest, I guess, if you like. Uh, and many people will try and convince you to invest, especially if they've got something to gain uh, from you following their recommendations. So they're a salesperson, if you like. Uh, but realise you're the person that has to live with that investment decision a lot longer than the person sitting on the other side of the table from you. And just because a bank is willing to lend you money certainly doesn't mean that you should be borrowing it uh, or that it's safe and prudent to do so. And I believe often a kind of slow and steady and considered approach towards investing whilst at the same time avoiding procrastination, in my mind, yields the best long-term outcomes. Uh, and if ever in doubt, of course, you should pay for professional independent advice. There you go. Be careful for over-investing. I hope that makes lots of sense. And until next week, bye for now.